My name is Catalina del Carmen, and I'm on a mission to put more cash in the hands of women of color. I'm a wife, mom, amiga, prima, and I happen to run a multiple six-figure coaching business. On this show, I share sales and marketing strategies that keep your business simple, your mindset focused, your bank account big, and your impact even bigger. So if you are on a mission to create generational change and you want to make a lot of money doing it, welcome to the Latinas Booked Out Podcast. What is up, y'all? Welcome back to Latinas Booked Out Podcast. I hope you are doing amazing. I am doing so well. I am feeling so good. We wrapped up Show Up and Lead launch just a couple weeks ago, and I am just, I'm feeling so good and excited for this group. I have so much I want to share within my podcast, and today's episode, I've been really, really wanting to talk about this for so, so long because I know it's something everybody wants to not just hear about and learn about, but also like this is one of the challenges in entrepreneurship. So today I'm going to be talking about how to hold belief when you aren't making money or like when you have phases or months that you're not making money or things aren't going the way you hoped. I want to give you some perspective from three different scenarios, and I think they'll all, like all of them, you can get something away from, okay? So that's what I'm going to be talking about today, but if you have been listening to this podcast and you have not written a review or have rated it on Apple podcast. It would mean so, so much to me if you could take a moment and tell us what you think. Um, not only does it like help me just realize like, okay, people are actually listening, but it also helps people understand what the podcast is about, what kind of value it brings. So it would mean so, so much if you can leave a review, a written review or share it on your Instagram stories. I would so, so appreciate it. Okay. Now let's get into this topic. So when I was thinking about this podcast episode, I really, I I kind of thought of three scenarios that I have been through that I wanted to go talk through with you. And all of them involve either slow months or periods of time when you're not making money in your business. I think there's so much value, y'all. The months that are slow the months that you don't make money, that is where the learning happens, y'all. That is where the real learning happens, okay? So today I'm kind of seeing this conversation through three scenarios, okay? So these scenarios of slow months are number one, you're selling month to month and you have a slow month, okay? Or you have two slow months or something like that, like a couple slow months. Um, and when I say slow, it could be either slow, like you didn't meet your goal, or it could be just like no sales, very few clarity calls or sales calls, um, just slow, right? So there's that scenario. There's also the scenario of life happening and you actually are kind of forced to step away from your business a little bit. 
whatever that looks like for you and, and, and how that affects your business. And then the third scenario is when you intentionally decide to slow your business down with the goal of scaling in some way, right? And that can look different and I'll talk about that within this podcast episode, but when you're scaling your business, typically there is some time where you have to like really think about what your what you want the future of your business to look like and some of that time you might need to skip a launch or some of that time you might need to slow down your business. So that's what I'm talking about today. And let's go. All right, let's talk about scenario numero uno. So I'm talking to folks who we're going to talk about this scenario first, and then I'm going to go into like launches and all that. But I'm first, I want to talk about selling month to month and having a slow month. So maybe you sell maybe a membership or if you sell one-on-one coaching, if you sell something that you're selling all the time and you're having slow months, I, I want to talk about that. So here's, I remember the first super slow month I had after having a lot of back-to-back what I would call success. And I remember that month I was so worried that like my whole business was falling apart. I remember that I was just, I didn't have many um, sales calls that month. I think I maybe had one or two and I didn't close them. And I just remember thinking like, oh my God, has something changed? Something's wrong. This is like the beginning of a downturn. Like my brain really went a little wild. And I want you to first of all know, and this is especially for like newer entrepreneurs, First, I want to just explain, I I want to remind you that like, this is normal in business. You are going to have some slow months that there's learning there. Like every time you have a slow month or no, you know, zero month or low sales calls, people aren't reaching out to you. Like there are lessons to be learned there. And a lot of the lessons, at least from what I've learned, are in your own mind. I feel like these months are meant to show you where you are living in scarcity. And I here's what I don't want you to do. I don't want you to go through these months and just be like this is business, this happens sometimes whatever and like be kind of arrogant about it or be like a little like I want you to take this time to actually do the work to explore your own brain instead of being like, oh, my negative thoughts, I just got to push them away. I just got to keep going. Next month will be different. Da-da-da-da-da. Like that is not the vibe that I want you to take on in these months. In these months, I want you to really explore what you're feeling. I want you to explore what thoughts are coming up to you. Like I want you to explore your own thinking Because these are the months that are going to help you as you elevate and grow your business in the years to come. Okay. So in those, when you're in that kind of like negativity or when you're in that cycle, here's what I want to remind you of. And this is what I had to remind myself of when my business, when I had like a zero month and the month prior I had like a 20K month or something. I was just like, what's wrong? 
my business is changing, da, 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 da. Like my brain kind of went ballistic. But when the thought I want you to continue to remember is that you know how to create money. Now I'm talking to folks who have created money, right? Like if you've made 5K in your business, you've created money. If you've created 2K in your business, you've created money. If you've created 15K, right? 20, 50. If you've made money in your business, you know how to make money in your business. Let's just be very clear about that. There are some of you who just need to practice making money in your business over and over and over again. That's probably actually everyone. (laughs) But some of you in the very beginning of the journey, right? Like your first couple thousand bucks, um, I'd say your first 10K total, right? Your first 10K total feels, five to 10K total can feel like you're still learning, like you don't know that you know how to make money. And even past 10K, you can definitely feel like that. But once you've made $10,000 in your business, I think that's like, that has to be a clear, clear indicator to you that you know how to make money. Like if you have made $10,000 in your business, you're no longer allowed to tell yourself that you don't know how to make money. Now your work becomes trusting that you know how to make money. Like, You have to tell yourself things like, I know how to create money. I created this money from thin air. It was my choice to create this money. I took actions to create this money. I created circumstances to create this money. Like literally, I think for people who are in this phase of their business of like a slow month scares them or a slow month is an indicator that their business is not going to work out. Like that shit has to go. Like now that you've made some money in your business, great. Lesson numero uno. You have to really transition from this all landed on my lap to I know how to make money. People just don't come up with $10,000, $15,000, $20,000. They don't just like come up with it out of nowhere. It doesn't just land on their lap. You created that money. So when you're in these slow months, when you are in a slow month where you're not getting the clarity calls, where your brain might be flipping out a little bit, I want you to focus on telling yourself, reminding yourself that you know how to create money. And then I want you to go out and look for the evidence of that everywhere. Look at your bank account. Look at your old your old um, Stripe funds. Look at your total sales in business from the beginning to end or from the beginning to now, right? Like look at those sales. I want you to just fill yourself with the truth, with the evidence that you do know how to make money. Because the truth is, if you've made that kind of money, you do know how to make money. But in these slow months, it's so easy for you to, like, the scarcity will come up, right? Like, oh my God, my business is changing. Oh my God, maybe this isn't working, da, da, da. Like, I don't, you can only buy into that so many times until you just decide, okay, I do know how to make money. This money didn't just fall from the sky into my lap. These clients didn't just fall from the sky into my lap. I actually created myself. And if I could create these, I could create more. Like that's the story you need to learn how to tell yourself 
over and over and over and over again. That is like lesson number one in like learning how to hold belief when you're not making money. Because the truth is, there are going to be months where you just don't make money. That's a part of business. Or even if you are making money, sometimes our brain will literally tell us like, we're not making money. So that's number one. Number two uh, in in sell, for selling month to month and having a slow month, this is what I see so often. First of all, I want you, and I've talked about goals and setting goals, like financial goals, revenue goals um, on other episodes. But one thing that really have helped me has helped me is one, creating a goal that I feel is very doable for the rest of the year, right? So I typically will do, for me, I do a three-year plan and I tell myself, okay, what number for like this year, I'll pick a number that feels very doable. Now we're already in the middle of the year. So if you're number doesn't feel as doable. Um, I mean, you're welcome to change it, but I also would, I would, I think it's interesting to see like, what if you just kept that number and you just decided to believe that like anything was possible and change can happen anytime. And you could just have like one great, one great month and it can literally get you to expedite you to this goal. Okay. So that's a thought, but Separate than that, what helped me in the beginning of my journey was really to create a very sustainable goal. So my goal every month, um, especially I'd say the the first year I did one-on-one coaching, my goal every month was 8,000, I remember. I think it was 8,000 specifically or like 8,000 and some change. And what that meant for me was two and a half clients at that time. Now, I had already made um, maybe 20K in my business total, but I it was still an ambitious goal, but it felt like something that like I could possibly do. I, I kind of felt like semi-confident doing it. And here's the thing. The reason the goal was so helpful for me is because I stuck with the goal. And when I made the goal, I made that a win. I celebrated that. I made like every time I hit, even if the goal was like 8,000, like 8,000 is so close to 10,000. My brain wanted to be like, but you didn't make 10,000. But regardless of what my brain said, I always stuck to my goal. And if I met that goal, I let it be enough. I let myself be happy with that. I let myself celebrate that. Some of you are out here and you have goals, right? You have like, maybe your goal is like one client a month and if or two clients a month. And if that's the case, what I see and I want to challenge you to change is if you have, if you have a goal and then you hit the goal and then you're pissed that it's not more, then how the F are you supposed to be happy in your business? Like you need to learn to pick a goal and when you meet it, let it be enough. And if it's not enough and if your brain keeps telling you like, oh, you need more, look, you have a goal at the end of the year and you need to meet this, then you have to do the work to manage your mind. You have to do the work to understand what thoughts are keeping you from letting you enjoy you hitting a goal. Because I promise you, if you don't know how to hit, if you don't know how to be happy with hitting your goal now, it is going to be torture for you when 
you do hit six figures or when you do hit multiple six figures and you hit that goal and you realize that that isn't what brings you happiness. I promise you, learn how to be happy with your results now. If you hit your small goal, then freaking celebrate. Hell yeah, I did it again. Tell yourself the things you would tell your friend, your best friend, your family, if they hit their goals, your kids. But if you're shitting on your own goals and then you're meeting your goals and then you're shitting on it still, you have a lot coming to you when you hit bigger numbers. Because I promise you, the bigger the numbers you hit, the more you realize, oh, I thought it would feel different. So my two pieces of advice for you, if you're selling month to month and you have a slow month is number one, you have to realize that money is not a fluke. It didn't come from the air on your lap. You know how to create money. You've proved it to yourself. And your work is to believe that over and over again every single month, all the freaking time. And number two, if you have a goal and you met that goal, let it be enough. Learn how to celebrate yourself, even in small ways. Learn how to be proud of yourself. Learn to speak to yourself nicer. And when your brain wants to crap on that goal and say, oh, but it could have been this. You could have done this much. You could have gotten one more client. It would have been better if you'd done this. Then that is your work because that those thoughts are going to stick with you all the way through your business if you don't learn how to handle them now. That is a problem. That is like a mind a, a, like a mind block that I want you to work on now because by the time you get to six figures, it's like, I want you to, I, I don't know who said this, one of my mentors, but she said, whatever thoughts you have now, they're going to multiply when you hit six figures, when you hit half a million, when you hit a million, they're going to multiply. So your work in this beginning phase of your business is learning how to make your successes be enough. If you hit your goal, internally celebrate. Internally be like, I did that. And if you didn't hit your goal, then your job is to obviously look at your business, see what you're doing, see what you could do differently. But more importantly, Remind yourself of who you are. Remind yourself of how far you've gotten. Remind yourself of the results you've created already and tell yourself that those results didn't come out of nowhere. You created them. Okay, so that's scenario number one. Scenario number two is when when you're having slow months and holding that belief when you're not making money is when you've intentionally decided to slow your business down to scale with the intention to scale or or update or grow or something in your business. So when you are deciding to scale, there's lots of different ways that that can look like in businesses. So for example, so for some folks that might be skipping a launch of their program so they can update all of their materials, all their videos, whatever. For me, what that looked like was prepping for a group program. So it was around, let's see, 
about August of 2020, I really wanted to put together a group program, but I I got coached on this really hard. And what I decided was to wait on my group program until the next year, which was 2022, and to focus on selling one-on-one coaching for the rest of the year. Now, originally I was very heartbroken by this decision, but I, I, I made the decision. And the reason I made the decision is because I realized that like, I really want to prep my business and my mind for a group program and I don't want to rush into it. So when I made that decision, I knew a couple things had to happen. One, I still wanted to grow my business and like make some money and challenge myself in new ways. So I decided to one, increase my one-on-one coaching to um, $10,000 for six months, right? So I made that decision. And then I also decided that in the next, you know, six months of the year of 2021, I would really, really, really focus on building beliefs around me being smart enough and having great ideas. I was really focused on building my own intellectual property, building my own program that doesn't look like anyone else's. And I knew that if I really wanted to build something that didn't look like anyone else's, I needed to build the belief behind that first. Like I had to build the belief that I am an industry leader. I had to build the belief that I have incredible ideas. I had to build the belief that my ideas have never been seen before. I had to build the belief that no one says things like I do, right? Like I had to learn how to believe those things. Also, I raised my prices and I set some new goals for myself. All of this was preparing me. All of this, meanwhile, I was prepping for a future group program. So that was like my long term, like in a year from now and seven months from now, I'm going to launch this program. Okay. Now I ended up launching the program much later because I got pregnant and life happened and blah, blah, blah. But there are some big lessons I want to talk to you about when you are intentionally slowing down your business to scale. Okay. So for those of you who are one-on-one, who are selling one-on-one coaching, you're gonna maybe want to do group coaching one day, right? And when you do, you just, I mean, look, I've put together group programs in like the back of my hand, like so easy and fast. And I just went out there and did it. But the quality of the program was not something I was super proud of. So when you go out there and you transition from one-on-one coaching to a group program, I really, really, really would, I I mean, I should do a whole episode just on this, but what's going to be required of that sometimes is going to be you slowing down your business and like sacrificing some revenue for now so that you can have the time, the energy, the, the, the mind work, right? To focus on your group program or your next offer. That will require sometimes leaving money on the table. And for those of you who listen to this podcast and me, um, we don't want to leave money on the table. We want all the monies. We want like anybody who wants to work with us. We're like, yes, I want to take you. But what I learned is that if I wanted to scale my business, what was really helpful for me 
at that time was really closing off my one-on-one before I started launching my mastermind. But here's what happened to my brain. When this was all happening and coming in action, right, Uh, two things happened. One, I even, even though everything was going by plan, I started getting very insecure about my sales because they started slowing down. And what I realized is every time I had a good month in sales, it was like a dopamine hit. And my body was very used to like success or like some type of success, something to be proud of. And what that taught me about myself is that I was relating my worth as a coach to my bank account, to how much money I was making in my business. And that was a huge, huge lesson I had to learn. Look, I planned planned not to make money for like a solid three to four months. That was the plan. And still, when my business started to slow down those first two months, my brain went ballistic. My mind was like, oh my God, this is not good. You need people. You don't have demand. People don't want to work with you. And the honest truth was, I prepped for this. But the reason I'm telling you this is even when you make plans in your business to scale, even when you know like, okay, I'm going to slow down my business so I can do this and da, 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 da. Even when you do those things, your brain is still going to F with you. I started taking, I realized during those moments, I started taking a lot of action because I wanted more sales calls and I wanted more like gratification and I should say validation that people still wanted to work with me. But if you work with me or if you've listened to this podcast pretty carefully, you know that I am a firm believer that like your actions actually don't create the results. Your thinking does. Your thinking is what creates those results. And I remember it was November and December of 2021 I, my business slowed down a ton, but my, I was taking a lot of action. And I remember my brain was like, what's the problem? What's the problem? Why aren't you getting clients right now? Why are, why is no one interested in working with you? Even though I was fully booked and couldn't take on any clients until like January or February, my brain still was in that scarcity mode. So my lessons during that mo that during that time we're really learning how to detach myself from my my money success. Like I had to learn that I am fine. I had to learn that I planned this. This is me learning as a business owner. This is me scaling. This is a part of the process. I had to learn how to trust myself at new levels. You have to build, like, this is actually the, the time where I really had to practice building the muscle, right? Building the muscle of treating sales like an off and on switch. I've said this before that, like, you want to treat sales like an on and off switch. You can turn them off, and you can turn them on, and you can turn them off. But this was the first time I really was testing that. And testing that 
is a part of the process. Because in the future of my business, when I'm only doing launches, there are going to be months where I just don't make that much money. And I need to learn how to hold that belief regardless. So during these moments, that's when I really learned my actions do not create results. If actions created results, everyone would be making money in their business because it would just be like, oh, you do these actions, you make money. It's that easy. No, it's always your level of thinking. And that this was the first time, that phase was the first time in my business where I really had to look in the mirror and say, do you want to elevate? Do you want to really grow as an entrepreneur? Do you really want to become this like millionaire coach? Because if you want to become this millionaire coach, you're going to have to learn how to deal with this. And I really had to look in the mirror and like have some serious conversations with myself. I really didn't do that like literally, (laughs) but I had them in my mind And I I had to tell myself, like, this is a part of the process. These moments are what's growing me as an entrepreneur. I trust myself. I know how to make money. I still have demand. I know how to create sales anytime I want. But right now I'm choosing not to. Like, I had to really practice who I wanted to become. I No, 100% that scaling my business would require me to slow down my business sometimes. One-on-one coaching, you get to have these dopamine hits all the time. But when you're scaling, it doesn't work that way. And when you're used to something, it's going to be an ego hit. Your brain is going to be like, wait, what's wrong? Remember, we're supposed to do some money month to month. We're supposed to create money month to month. But when that's not a part of the plan, even when you created that plan, sometimes we have to get that your brain on board. So if you're in this time where you are purposefully scaling your business, you're purposefully changing things in your business so that you can scale it at a different level and you've purposefully decided to leave some money on the table so you can take care of the things you need to take care of as the owner of your business, I want to remind you that it is safe to make these decisions as a business owner. Nothing is wrong. You know how to make money. You can turn on the switch anytime you want. But you've decided to pause things, slow things down for a while so that you could become this next level of yourself. I just want you to know it's safe. I want you to know it's a part of the process. Okay? I hope this was helpful to someone out there. Okay, the third case, y'all, the third case here in holding belief when you're not making money is when life happens. Now, this also happened to me <laughs> this year. In, in 2022, in the beginning of 2022, so I, I was telling you this story of how I slowed down my business of November and December of 2021. The next part of this story comes in January when I learned I was pregnant. 
And not only did I learn I was pregnant, but it also happened to be, happens to be, I'm still pregnant, um, like a very tough pregnancy for me. Now, anybody who's been pregnant knows that the first trimester can be difficult. Sometimes it's more difficult for others than others. For me, my first pregnancy was like, I had first trimester symptoms. I didn't throw up much at all, but I did, I did, you know, feel nauseous a lot of the time, but I remember it ended like it ended when I went into my second semester trimester. This pregnancy, I have had first trimester symptoms the entire pregnancy. I'm now seven months pregnant and I'm still throwing up. I'm still have all the nausea. I still can't eat certain foods. I still like literally it's like first trimester the whole time. It's been a very tough pregnancy, (laughs) but it was especially tough in the beginning. And that was January for me. In January, I started feeling very sick. I also got COVID at the same time. And I attended a business mastermind, um, my business mastermind, which was great. But I remember feeling sick the whole time. I left there with COVID. And I got home. I canceled my calls for at least like a week. I had, I don't know, I think I had like 17 one-on-one clients at the time. And I remember that was like the downhill of what was almost two months of very, very hard times. Look, this pregnancy is different for everyone, but this pregnancy for me, I really, really went through like a very depression, like depressive. Is that a word? I I, I went through depression. Like I'd say the month of February and the end of um, January, I got very depressed. I was incredibly mean to myself. I stopped showing up. I didn't post. I, I, I was so ashamed, so ashamed of not showing up in my business. I literally, my, like my thoughts were like, oh my God, your business is over. You're a one hit wonder. This is what my brain was telling me. You're a one hit wonder. You're never going to get past this. This is the end. Like literally I went through this very, very hard time. I also have a two-year-old and my two-year-old was getting sick all the time. Like it was just a lot going on. We were selling our house. We were looking for a new house. There was just so much going on. But what really what really, really, really was hard for me was the expectation that I held for myself and the fact that I wasn't meeting any of those expectations. And when I say those expectations, I mean, I felt like I was being a shitty mom because I stopped cooking dinner. I couldn't even eat dinner. I started drinking, eating takeout for like every single meal because everything made me want to throw up. I started, um, like I was so sleepy and I would nap all day. I wasn't posting on Instagram. I wasn't like a lot of my business, a lot of my marketing 
is for my clients. So I remember feeling so guilty because if I'm not marketing, it means I'm not serving my clients. And that's the way I thought about it in my head. And what happened is I I felt like I was a shitty mom, a shitty wife, a shitty business owner, a shitty coach, like all of it. And I really stayed in that space for a really long time. And what that looked like in real life was sleeping in every day, saying sorry to my husband a thousand times a day for being like in a bad mood and sad. I watched probably like five to seven hours of TV every single day. I napped once a day, twice a day, maybe. I was very sad. Like my energy was very low. And like the only energy I did have, I was saving for my clients when I had calls with them. But it was a very, very dark place. At least it hadn't been that dark in a very long time. And it was during that time, like this is what I mean by when life happens and it causes you to slow down. So for me, it was my pregnancy mixed with a lot of other things, a lot of other emotions I hadn't processed. For you, it could be moving or it could be it could be depression or it could be a death of someone that you love, right? Like life is going to happen as an entrepreneur. That's 100% true. It's 100% true. And here's what I want to tell you. When these moments happen, one, you can come back to this episode, or if you're going through it now, what I had to do is let myself process the emotions. There's no, there's no like fast track out of sadness. There's no fast track out of grief. You can't fast track through it. You can't mindset your way through it. So you know what I did? I let myself watch all the TV. I let myself get all the takeout I needed. I let myself do all the things. I remember I also stopped going to my office completely for months. And I pay 700 bucks for this office every single month. And I felt guilty for that. Like I just was like guilting myself for everything. And it felt like the world's expectations were on my shoulders. And it felt horrible. It felt horrible. But what got me through it, one, was my health coach um, slash life coach. She is amazing and she really, really helped me through this. But what she helped me do and what I had to practice over and over again was learning how to, one, let myself be sad, let myself process the emotions and allow myself to just take care of myself right now selfishly and not make that a problem. That was number one. Number two, I really had to come to terms with uncertainty. I remember I just was like, I don't know what this whole, like I got nine fucking months of this and then I'm have a newborn. Like, I don't know what's in store for me. I thought I did. I've had a baby before, but this pregnancy is turning my whole life around. This is so different. 
I had to really come to terms that like, I don't know how long I'm going to be in this funk and that's okay. Like I'm, I'm going to have to figure it out regardless, but the way I can start is by learning how to not shit on myself and be mean to myself. So I started, once I really got through the processing emotions, right, like I just let myself be sad, let myself just, just like be sad. I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> just literally just let myself be depressed, let myself, you know, sit with these negative emotions and sit with these negative thoughts. And instead of trying to switch them to positive thoughts, I, I told myself things like, this can't last forever. I'm going to have to just go through this one step at a time, one day at, the, day at a time. So I call that little phase like the processing of emotions. Like I just had to let it pass. And that could look different for everyone. That being said, when you start seeing some light at the end of the tunnel, when I started stepping out of this, I remember it was so hard to get back online. It was so hard to start posting again. It was so hard for me to, I was so ashamed and embarrassed that I hadn't showed up. I remember the thoughts that I was telling myself in that moment were like, it's okay to be imperfect. It's okay to feel like a beginner again. These are lessons. You're learning big lessons here. And I started showing up a little bit at a time, a little bit at a time. But here, when I really started thinking, when I was outside of like the processing emotions and I knew that was behind me, but I still wasn't showing up. I still was like a little weary. I started telling myself a couple things that were very helpful to me. I started telling myself things like, I am safe to take care of myself. I created this business so I could have this freedom to take care of myself and my family. When I honor myself, I honor my business. It also, these moments really tested how my, how sustainable my business really was. So what I mean by that is like, I wasn't making money, y'all. I was not making money during this time. One, I had already decided, remember, like the months prior, I had already decided I'm revving up for a launch. Now, the launch of my mastermind was supposed to happen in March, okay? And because of this, I delayed it until May. So I went a very long time making very little money like very little money. So I had, obviously I had like the pregnancy stuff happening to me on a regular basis, but I was also looking at my business bank account and like all these thoughts would also come in there. But I, that is where I had to learn. Like that, when, when I looked at my bank account and I started realizing 
my own spinning and like drama I had about that, I started realizing, okay, this is the lesson I need to learn. I am so attached to my worthiness. Like I'm attaching my worthiness to my bank account and that is not okay. That is not like when I think about Catalina at making millions of dollars, $2 million a year, right? How is she going to react in these moments? Like what led her there? Like how is she talking to herself when her business gets tough? So I started telling myself things that I think future Catalina would tell me. You're safe to take care of yourself right now. Remember, you turn on and off the sales switch. Right now, you are safe to take care of yourself. Your business is more sustainable than you think. Even when my bank account was getting smaller and smaller and smaller because I still had all these things that I paid for and I didn't have the sales coming in, I, I knew I had this launch coming up. And if I, if I was going to have this launch coming up, like I could not be in this headspace. Like I couldn't be in this headspace that's like, oh my God, my 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 business is like I'm, lo- I'm losing money. I'm not having clients. I have no demand. Da, 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 da. Like there is absolutely no way I was going to go into this launch with that kind of energy. So I was like, how do you want to prep yourself, Kat? Welcome to the big leagues. Welcome to the big leagues. So I started working on beliefs of who I wanted to be. All right. You want to, you want, I, my goal is still 300K for this year, y'all. <laughs> so I had to tell myself things like, I know exactly what I'm doing. I planned my business this way. My demand hasn't gone anywhere. Everyone still wants to work with me. There is absolutely nothing in my business that can happen that could waver my belief in myself. That's a big one. Like the biggest lesson I learned out of this very difficult part in my business, the biggest lesson I learned, the biggest lesson I should say, the biggest belief, the most important belief that I took away from making very little dollars for months and months and months was that never again will I ever, ever, ever let myself believe that my bank account has anything to do with my success as a coach and a person. I am fucking successful because I fucking say so. I am successful because I say so. My worthiness is never wrapped up with how much I freaking sell every month. Never. Never. I had to learn how to believe this when I had zero coming in. 
Like I had to build this belief. Like, look, I spent all of 2021 working on managing my mind and building belief, but this this work, like the the growth I had with making very little money in a six month period, that lesson, that is what made me into like I've never felt more ready to scale my business. Not because everything's in place, not because everything's going perfect, but because nobody can fuck with my vibe. Nothing can happen in my business that is going to make my belief falter. Falter? Is that the right word? (laughs) But nothing can happen. There's no circumstance that's going to shake me, that's going to like make me believe anything different than like, of course, my business isn't going to be an absolute success. It is a success because I decide to call it that. And that is how I started talking to myself as I weaved myself out of this. Like I had to prep my brain because I kept telling myself, who do I want to be for my clients? Like my clients, I, I started thinking about this deeply towards like as I started prepping for my launch and I, I, I really got out of this like phase, I started thinking about my clients and I was like, oh my God, they are going to have to go through this. They are going to have to learn this lesson. They are going to have to do this. Like I have to continue and grow. I have to move through this because I have to go first. I'm paving a way. And I take that so seriously. I take it so seriously. So as I got out of this, I started planning my launch. I started showing up much more. It was much more free to show up and just give value and do all the things I needed to do. Literally felt like I I crawled and then walked and then jogged and then all of it. And now I'm on the other side of it. I completed my launch. I have incredible, incredible people in this, in in my mastermind. Um, I'm going to do a whole episode on the results of my mastermind. But y'all, let me remind you, there is nothing, nothing more important than the belief you have in yourself throughout your business. Like I have learned that lesson. It really did feel like the last seven months, probably honestly, probably almost a year, felt like the last year of my business, but specifically the last six months of my business, it really felt like, like the, I'm trying to think of the words, It felt, it really just felt like the big leagues, like this is what it feels like. These are the, these are, are, are the hard things that they're talking about. When you hear entrepreneurs saying like, you gotta be willing to go through the ups and ebbs and flows and the ups and downs. Like I felt like I went through the downs y'all. Like this shit did not compare to beginning my business. It was not fun. Like I literally debated quitting after making $200,000 cash in one year, y'all. This is why I continue to tell you guys, 
Like do the work of self-awareness. Understand what your brain is telling you. Understand where the scarcity comes from. Understand where you feel like you're lacking. Understand where you feel entitled. Understand, like uncover all of it because all of this work that you're doing, it's preparing you for the next level. And your next level is coming with some scary stuff too. It's coming with more mind drama. And whatever you don't work out, whatever you don't figure out at the level you are now, then expect all those thoughts to multiply when you make more money. Multiply. Do the work on building your belief. Even when you're not making money. Look, if you can hold belief, if you could learn how to hold belief and think very highly of yourself and see yourself the way God sees you, see yourself the way the universe sees you for whatever you believe. But like if you can learn to hold yourself in this high standard and think think of yourself as valuable and beautiful and incredible, Even when you're not making money in your business, even when life happens, even when things slow down, even in the bad months, when you can learn that lesson, it makes you unstoppable. All right, y'all. That's what I had for you today. I took you to church today. All right, y'all, that is it. Look, if you want to be a part of my mastermind, show up and lead, which this is a thousand percent the work we will be doing. If you want to be a part of this group in the next round, get on the wait list. The wait list is below. And the next time we'll launch is around um, October or November. And I really, really, really want you to practice being kind and gentle with yourself when months are low and you are going through lessons. Know that there is wisdom on the other side of it and that this is very much a lesson you have to learn to get to where you want to be. You don't get to skip it. Okay. I send you a big love. I send you a big hug and I'll see you guys next time. Okay. All right. Bye. Hey, amiga. If you are not on my email list, you are missing out on some juicy content. I share sales and marketing tips every single week. Plus, you're the first to know about new freebies and webinars and all the other things fun happening. To get on the list, sign up for my free training, How to Sell Out Four Figure Offers. This training will also shift your mindset around what it really takes to book out your coaching business. So sign up in the show notes or on my website, katdalcarmen.com to be added to the email list. I will see you next time. Mwah.